But what about the digital world? You haven't released many videos. Most of the videos that you released were like from many years ago. Right. Is there any particular reason apart from you just being lazy? <laughs> well, I was putting out a new video and then this US tour thing came up and since it was 90 minutes, I didn't want to put all of my stuff out online. So that's why I've held off on that. Plus, yes, I do need to write more material and start releasing. मैंने पांच रिलीज कर दिए हैं तुम्हारे तुम डालती नहीं हो उस पर क्वालिटी का डिफरेंस है ना ये तो एडिट होगा ये तो मैं एडिट कर दूंगा हंड्रेड परसेंट नहीं जा रहा है उसमें आई वुड सीरियसली एडिटेड द पोर्शन आउट But then I heard the entire interview and I realized that if I were to cut out things like this, then that would mean pretty much 70% of the interview itself is gone. So I had to keep this in because this is my very good friend Neeti Palta, India's topmost stand-up comedian. She's on the show chatting with us, cracking all kinds of PJs, telling some very interesting stories and giving some very deep insights on women in the comedy business. That's coming up later in the show but right after the break is my favorite section dedications in partnership with the friends incorporated our in-house morecast band I am so thankful to these guys for bringing in such soulful beautiful cover versions so tighten your seat belts get your walking shoes on or just sit and relax on the couch this is Anshu Moore and you're tuned in to episode 6 of Morecast You know kabhi kabhi mere dil mein khayal aata hai ki main ye kar kyun raha hu आई मीन जब स्पॉन्सर ही नहीं है और पैसे नहीं मिल रहे तो मैं हर हफ्ते जाके रिकॉर्डिंग करूं, एडिटिंग करूं, और फिर उसके बाद रिलीज करूं। इतनी मेहनत करने की जरूरत क्या है मैं किसी पेड़ के नीचे बैठ के चिक्की खा लेता हूं? यू सीरियसली डोंट नो वॉट चिक्की इज होली शिट मैन तभी स्पॉन्सर नहीं मिल रहे हैं हम लोगों को तभी हमें हर बार म्यूजिक बजाना पड़ता तुम्हें चिक्की नहीं पता क्या है Welcome back to our dedication section. I'm going to read out a few that we're not going to play tonight, but would still read the message. This is from Arindam to Anandita, who he says is going through a tough time, and if she hears this dedication, it would cheer her up. He has a small message for her, which says, "I have started liking English classics because of you, so thank you for that." Arindam would like to dedicate Elvis Presley's "Can't Help Falling in Love" just for Anandita. We have another short dedication which came in from Nikita to Virat Jain and she would want him to listen to the song Aaoge meri zindagi mein tum bahar banke and she says that she means every single word of that song but the dedication that we're going to play has come all the way from Goa this is from Ram to Maya Maya for me it was love at first sight from the day i saw you i haven't been able to take you out of my mind we became the best of friends and then we fell in love and those years would always remain as the most beautiful years of my life i gave you every minute every second of my time and my mind space i was so madly in love with you that i could change the world if only you would hold my hand but then you decided to leave me for another man i have many regrets from the relationship things that i could have done differently things that you could have done differently but i guess what's not meant to be is not meant to be Music was such a huge part of our relationship. Sharing songs, sharing lyrics, sharing those emotions meant so much to us. One of the regrets that I would carry is not having danced with you on this song. This is the last song 
that I would like to dedicate to you. May you have a great future. That was Shivangini on the vocals, Archit Anand on piano and Mani on the guitar. These guys are from the Friends Incorporated, our music partners on Morecast. You can go check these guys out on their Facebook page at The Friends INC Official. And now it's time for a lot of drama with the drama queen, India's topmost stand-up comedian, Neeti Palta. She's coming up right after the break. You're tuned in to Morecast. Okay, so Neeti uh, Palta, welcome. Welcome to the show. Hi, Anju Moore. How fake hi you said But welcome. I've been trying to get you on the show for like a long time. But you've been busy doing nothing, I believe. I was told guys like it when we play hard to get. No, this is the flavor of the <laughs> rest of the podcast. <laughs> See, that is why it's a problem doing a podcast with Neeti. <laughs> because it might go in some different directions and then you have to bring it back to normalcy. But good to have you on the show. Thank you. How it's excited are you here. to be on Mocast finally? I am so, I mean, I've arrived, man. I was waiting for my turn. It's a little bit more. No, I'm serious. <laughs> Just say happy, I mean, I've arrived, arrived, it's a little bit more. All right, so, uh, so let's start. Let's start your story, okay? The, the idea is just to understand who is Neeti Palta, uh, both on and off the stage. Oh, dear. Uh, yeah, <laughs> more off the stage than on the stage. On the stage, I think most of the people have seen it. But you come from a Fauji background? Yes. Where did you grow up? I'm still growing up actually, as my parents put it. Uh-huh. I haven't really grown up yet and I don't intend to either. Hmm. But uh, yeah, Fauji Bap, uh, I've 
changed about uh, 10 schools perhaps fir bhi fir bhi dekho kahin nahi kahin to kisi ne to padha diya hoga 10 mein se yeah i've grown up all over india so i guess i got used to making friends talking to strangers despite my mother's best attempts <laughs> but how was it was it the strict foji household or was it that ultra cool modern foji household i'd say it was a mix because uh, though my mom has short hair or as bipul goel would put it boycott hair boycott hair but <laughs> meri maa fir bhi kafi matlab she's like a typical mom but hmm. she's not as traditional as your traditional mom because considering she's the one who put me in advertising of all the professions yeah. my father was like the you know the strict general sahab but then suddenly you'd see this sense of humor which would come out of nowhere that twinkle from in his eye Oh hmm. my god I'm I'm telling you hands down my sense of humor is from my dad I also laugh hardest at my own jokes just like him just like <laughs> <laughs> Which will be a feature of this podcast Oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> And a particularly painful older brother Hmm So yeah that was basically it's all gone into the making of me <laughs> You just said that you went into advertising because of your mom Yeah believe it or not when we were hunting for I mean when I was hunting for a job after college and At one point of course I wanted to be a uh, Vijay detective Who's Vijay detective Amitabh ka naam hamesha Vijay hota tha Par wo detective kab hota tha Detective mujhe banna tha Vijay detective Aadha idhar se aadha udhar se Correct baaki mere saath aao पुलिस before he became a lawyer and he was like nahi <laughs> tum police nahi jaogi bahut gand hai wahan pe because kiran bedi used to be my idol like wow yeah. what a woman and that all. would make sense oh yeah detective she, no dude anyway, but wo bhi nahi hua then i wanted to become a doctor because i was very good with i loved blood like i used to fix <laughs> people <laughs> I would Please clarify. <laughs> what do you mean? I love blood. <laughs> As in, my brother would faint at the sight of blood, whereas I would weather it out and patch up people. And sometimes the blood was because of me, but some mostly I'd fix it also. <laughs> <laughs> you know what a doctor does? Now he stops bleeding. I would eventually would stop the it. bleeding. अरे तो वो भी नहीं हुआ। I in fact, by the way, I was on the wait list of AFMC. Ami, are you listening? Look at what you lost out on. But yes, I was on the wait list, and then they took a call that they're only going to take seven women that year from across India. Huh? Yes, I think that was the start of my angst, and so yeah, I the got fight. dumped. Yeah, man. And this now, seven? yeah, now. Now, now is it different? That time it, it was that that was the policy call. Huh. Now they're taking women in combat, but now I'm too old, so. Uh, thank God, yeah. Damn depressed. I can't imagine you on the borderline. Why not? No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the time, you will just forget which side to face. Kitter hai. Apni side shooting shuru kar degi to. Ha. Then so so you got into advertising. Yeah. So mom said ki you know I don't think any traditional job will do for you. Hmm. Bachpan se I don't know they they for some reason thought that I have issues with authority figures. Hmm. But then parents should know I guess. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so yeah then advertising happened for me and uh, i moved to delhi and i was in advertising then i got a chance with jwt Oh, nice. I joined the Pepsi group. So you were on which side, the the account management side or the creative side? Seriously, do I look like an account manager? Ah, actually, the creative side. I was a writer. Huh. I'm a writer, and yeah, it was so much fun. And I remember some stupid like Pepsi was all about irreverence, right? Mm. And just musty, and it was just I think just the right fit. Something happened. Something clicked. So I stayed with JWT for a long time. How long was that? Ah, uh, JWT. I was with about eight and a half years, perhaps. Oh wow! Yeah. Hmm. And when I qu- I was quitting, they were like, "But यहाँ तो लोग retire होने आते हैं." So any big campaigns you were involved with at that point of time? Campaigns meaning I've done a lot of work for Pepsi. The one my pride and joy was when they tied up with Lipton Iced Tea. I did their launch campaign. Uh-huh. Nestle was my client. Hmm. Maybe I shouldn't say it because they might give me a corporate gig. No, no, please say it. Nestle was my client, uh. and their entire <laughs> notice the warmth in my voice when I talk about them. Nestle, I'm available for corporate gigs. <laughs> Just letting you know. Please go ahead, Niti. <laughs> Nestle, you can actually get me back. You know, you lost me, but you can get me back. You can get Nestle to sponsor this show, yeah. Completely. Podcast, है ना? I'm looking for sponsors in any case. मुझे कोई कर नहीं रहा. Nestle. दो कमेडियन फ्री में मिलेंगे उसके साथ गुड वट यू फर्गेट इज नेस्ले का सेकेंड वर्ड इज ले वो देते नहीं है कुछ भी तो रहने दो कुछ तो देखा होगा ऐसी बातें करती थी नहीं नहीं दिस सो फॉर लिप्टिम्बर प्रेजेंटिंग द लॉन्च कैंपेन फॉर देर देसर मैराथन इन बैंगलोर एवरी ईयर and so i did it like a brand tie up and i came up with a baseline on mm. which i would base the entire campaign so mm. i had the baseline which i pitched to them and then i pitched the campaign that i'd done mm. it was a nice print print campaign so i unfold the poster with a flourish that this is your baseline mm. so it was all about so liptonized is about being natural mm. so the baseline itself was running it comes naturally mm. and then the rest of the campaign nice. was based yeah. on that idea mm. and i remember two people taking a call instead of an entire table and they both just smiled looked at me said you needed it first go i actually looked around for a hidden camera saying i'm being punked <laughs> i'm like ab ye reject karenge aur isko toilet paper banayenge to maine unko bola bhi sir poster soft paper ka you can use it but they loved the idea and so for me it was just refreshing i fell in love with those clients i'm telling you ki ye to matlab wow culture shock ho gaya mere liye so you were here in delhi in advertising having spent 11 years obviously making big money senior what you said senior, senior director senior creative director senior creative that's a big shit yeah yes that's really big shit i was a big shit so at what point did you decide ki abhi ye nahi karna uh i was i was going through you know advertising was going through that patch where you would go to the client and then Uh, they would start telling you. I mean, I understand it's their money, but they would start telling you as a headline on chair, the typical logo, bada karo, all that. And I'm like, dude, it's like you would go to a doctor and tell him what's wrong with you and tell him, ye prescribe karo. So, then why are you doing it? But that's how it is, right? Most of the time, it's become like it's this like now. Uh-huh. The old order wasn't like that. Uh-huh. They used to respect advertisers. They used to respect creative. They used to, you know. There was a fire in your belly when you used to crack a theme campaign, and you reality becomes so different after some point, mm. you know. So I was I was starting to flag off. I was very very tired of just constant rejection. There's only so much rejection a woman can take seriously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and those days, uh, Sesame Street people came down to India, mm-hmm. and they were 
planning to launch Sesame Street in India. Hmm. They were looking for writers and they were holding a workshop. Yeah. I attended that workshop. It was an 11-day workshop. Hmm. I only attended 2 days because I was still working at JWT. Hmm. And I just fell in love. I just fell in love. But that was still writer writer job. Yeah, yeah. Haan, still okay. writer Haan. and I remember writing like a test screenplay for them and uh, when she, they were giving feedback I remember Annie Evans turning around and saying I have absolutely no flaw to point out in this script you're made for this wow and that's it see mereko na thoda sa pyar de do main aapki ho jati hu so i decided to chuck up a 11 and a half year old profession <laughs> to start in a very small uh, very uh, modest production company <laughs> called miditech and they were going to produce sesame street which would in india it would be called gali gali simsim gali gali simsim yep. yeah i remember that so you so, were the writer behind that or one of the writers i was the at i joined as an associate head writer yeah. uh, seba imam was the head writer very very talented jesus christ she's like uh, awesome and uh, so <laughs> i still remember you know we were trying to come up with a theme song the title song for yeah. it and so i had to go i don't even know if i should be putting this on a podcast but fuck it so basically we went to uh, जावेद साहब जावेद अख्तर फॉर द लिरिक्स बोल दे बोल दे आई वाज जस्ट थिंकिंग व्हेन यू हैव ऑलरेडी नेम्ड हिम आई वेंट टू हिज हाउस ही हैड समवन सिटिंग इन द कॉर्नर एंड आई हैड एन इवनिंग फ्लाइट बैक एंड आई गिव हिम अ ब्रीफ की ये चाहिए वो चाहिए दिस इज द काइंड ऑफ गली इट इज दिस इज द काइंड ऑफ स्ट्रीट लव हार्मनी ब्ला 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 एंड ऑब्वियसली कम ऑन मैन लाइक you are giving him a cold breeze straight and expecting him to come up with a title song but um gave me an insight uh, into how it works because he turned to this one guy who was sitting around and he said iske sath kya rhyme hota hai and uske sath kya rhyme hota hai like main normally abcd likh ke apni book pe rhyme karti hu words if hmm. i'm making a poem or a song he had a human being doing that for him he was just writing stuff like lines and then turn to this guy that guy would give him a rhyming word so he would then back construct a line to rhyme what oh, really <laughs> and i got a title song from him took the evening flight back my clients trashed it i had clients in us and hong kong hmm collective trashing happened and then javed sahab was traveling to london at that time uk somewhere so i had to keep getting on the phone with him and he would start losing it at me <laughs> लाइन मेरे को सिर्फ लास्ट टू लाइन्स चाहिए थे अब वो सॉन्ग के एंड ही राइट्स अ लाइन इन इट एंड हैंड्स मी द पैड एंड सेज ये कैसा लगा एंड ही हैड रिटन इट इन उर्दू एक्चुअल उर्दू उर्दू हां सो ही वाज मेसिंग विद मी बिकॉज़ ही वाज रियली इरिटेटेड विद मी एंड आई लुक्ड एट इट एंड आई सेड सर इस पे एक स्पेलिंग मिस्टेक लग रहा है मेरे को आई वाज अ गैम्बल मैन बिकॉज़ ही जस्ट स्टेयर्ड एट मी फॉर अ सेकंड एंड देन ही बर्स्ट आउट लाफिंग He's like, "Tum na," and then he wrote this song and gave it to me. Then, after all that, like a shameless hussy, I was like, "Sir, a autograph, please, sir." <laughs> so, and then he writes uh, on the writing pad. He wrote to Niti, who made a rewriter out of me. Yeah, <laughs> nice. I was deeply embarrassed, but anyway, hmm. then I came back, and then they rejected the whole song. 
So finally, it boiled down to Sehba Imam and me writing that title song. So you did it better than Javed Akhtar, basically. I don't think we did it better. I just think we understood the client and Bolde, the brand you did it better. better. There was a time when you did better than Javed Akhtar. We understood the client better. <laughs> Take credit where it's being given. Javed Sahib, I'm writing another screenplay. I'm going to need your help. So, don't make a connection. Don't make a connection. My heart So, plus your son is very hot. So, basically... Oh shit, did I say that out loud? <laughs> you have the mic in your okay, hand. <laughs> Damn it. So basically, yeah, I mean, and I remember that time Fame Guru or some other shows happening and Javed Saab came to like the Alva house, the Meditech people's house. Hmm. And he takes one look at my face. What happened to that song? Sir, I wrote it and then I ran away. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that was Sesame Street days. And yeah. then I remember, you know, Sesame Street, uh, we had signed on for five seasons. It was yeah. coming to an end. And I remember some, this Colin Mockery, Brad Sherwood had come down with Whose Line Is It Anyway? Yeah. And I was so excited, big fan and all yeah. that. And you know how they take volunteers for different rounds. So mm. for every round, I would shoot up and go, me, me, me. And they kept ignoring me, which was very depressing. Yeah. So then they had this round, uh, the sound effects round, where they tell stories and yeah. they get two people from the audience who basically are supposed to hold the mic and make sound effects from their mouth yeah. based on the story. Like, yeah. I opened the door. That. Yeah. I actually stood stood in my chair and jumped up and down. So he couldn't ignore me anymore till because it would be too obvious. Yeah. So he's like, okay, fine, come. <laughs> <laughs> so Colin Mockery called me up. Brad Sherwood got another guy hmm. from the audience and they were telling a story and I'm doing my sound effects. I was not fully enthusiastic. I've grown up on cartoons, man. Yeah. So like onomatopoeia is in my blood. Yeah. And um, so yeah, the same car door effect. So I went, eh? he's like, I must first oil that door. So I went, eh, 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 eh. <laughs> like, <laughs> looks like we are making out in the car instead. So I asked this. So I just randomly decided to yeah. make all the sound effects I was capable of. Yeah. So I started yelping like a dog. <laughs> He's like, we seem to have run over a chihuahua. <laughs> so it became a hysterically funny show. Yeah. And I remember when getting off stage, Colin was like, honestly, you really should try your hand at like comedy. And I got lucky because that night, Cheese Monkey Mafia, people who were running open mics, Raghav Mandava, Malini. So they were there that night. And they actually walked up to me after the show and said, dude, we run open mics in GK. Come check us out. Huh. Ha. So I went and checked them out. And I was like, wow, I didn't even know. What is so this is the I, first time you were watching stand-up First comedy. time I saw stand-up in India like this in some cafe where, mm. you know, you're competing for attention against beer and chicken tikka. It was awesome. <laughs> so I was like, Ye to mere ko karne. Yeah. So I, I think one week later, Raghav said, okay, I'll offer you a spot. So, yeah, I mean, and I remember doing my jokes and Raghav kept telling me, oh my God, you're confident. Like, I was like, yeah, but was I funny? So he was like, dude, dude, my hand still shakes. Look at you all, gungo and confident. And yeah, and so I was like, hai, like I said, give me a little love, I'm yours. Hmm. Suddenly I was his, I would show up at every open mic. Yeah. And uh, that's how it started. And was it working for you on stage as in, in terms of getting the laughter? 
सहारा देने वाला मस्जिद की सीढ़िया बाद में चढ़ती हूँ सहारा देने वाला पहले आ जाता है लॉट मोर 
like i said back then i didn't really feel it but i did see the difference in the audience each time even for paid shows when we started going on stage and stuff i would see the difference in reaction from the audience hmm. you know a boy cursing on stage versus me cursing on stage hmm. or a boy saying something versus me putting out a concept that's slightly edgy hmm. you know there was always that little ah oh, you shouldn't be doing the it, sound right? of the indian value system the yeah. So not only was there a difference in the way the audience would react to me versus a male comic hmm. there was a difference in uh, even when i guess um, like a event manager or somebody would approach me hmm. you know it wasn't initially i used to feel it also that i, I used to be really excited that they're you know approaching me for stand up then i wisened up because sometimes they were just approaching me because of my gender hmm. because sometimes the questions would be what would you what will you wear Oh really? Yeah. Huh. So I'm like um a smile like what do you want? Yeah. You know it didn't stri- it took me a very long time to understand. But that I you know I, I know you mentioned this to me earlier that still happens. It still happens at corporates also. Hmm. Funnily enough though your brief is be clean be all like nothing below the belt etc. and yet it's funny how they behave right after they get drunk yeah so you know or even one drink or something or even without the drink just because you've been on stage and you know the the pressure they feel to be funny around you they will come up with the most inappropriate whatsapp jokes hmm. and in my head i'm thinking would you be like you know would you like be like this with any other female in your work sphere in your house, house. Huh. you wouldn't then why me huh. why take that liberty and did you feel anything different in the green room Honestly no. Never. I can say that with my hand on my heart. Hmm. Although the old order comics especially they've all been my friends. Hmm. I don't I didn't face any sexism in the green room. Hmm. I mean sure every boy boys have boys talk etc right? Hmm. Uh, mostly they would see me as one of the boys and carry on with their talks but hmm. sometimes like I get it if if we're a bunch of females who are sitting together and jabbering away about something and a guy comes in we might change our tone too. Yeah. We're not being sexist, we're just being a little more um, whatever, you know, just more aware. Hmm. So, uh recently I was hosting an all female open mic. What do you feel about that first of all? I've been on record saying that I'm not very much in favor of all female open mics because it's not like we are pitting strength against guys where we are unequal. Yeah. We are pitting wit. Correct. Right? And the thing is look at open mics there's a very big chance that if it's a lineup of 10 people hmm. 6 of them will suck hmm. right irrespective of their gender Correct. but the moment you make it an all female open mic if hmm. six females suck suddenly it's not that open micers suck it becomes all women suck yeah. which is really not fair yeah. and which is exactly counterproductive to what we are trying yeah. to achieve but there are people who say that because it is getting so difficult for female comics to attend regular open mics at least provides them with a platform which is safe enough which is why i was willing to be part of it hmm. if they feel more comfortable if they feel that they can step out and uh, be heard at a special platform hmm. who am i to stop it correct and from hmm. there if they gain their confidence to then leap into a mixed platform sure why not why hmm. would i say no to it hmm. but then again uh, like that's why i said i was hosting an all open female uh, all female open mic i talked to some of the girls there and i'd specifically gone to talk to them because yeah. you know i've been all over the place not really part of the circuit mm. so i wanted to know i wanted to hear directly from the horse's mouth yeah. and i asked them and they said no we don't feel uncomfortable being part of a mixed lineup why would we all of them said that all of them said that all wow. the ones that i spoke to mm. and i asked them some of them were really good some like dude this is awesome i mean you know you can polish i can help whatever 
and i asked them look uh, do you face or do you think that you're not being made part of a lineup because you're a female they said no it's just that there's so many open micers some of us get a chance some of us don't hmm. so i don't know maybe different environments for different women maybe obviously somebody's faced it that's why the issues come up in the first yeah. place it couldn't have just so been people are facing it because uh, women complaining about in india i'm not talking globally women complaining about uh, a differential treatment in the green room a uh, differential treatment in terms of getting gigs or a differential treatment from the audience right. right there is something wrong for sure it's also because look it is so ingrained in our fabric the way we treat women the way we view women uh, you know come on like somebody from your generation will also end up saying something which will now in today's What do you mean generation, my generation uh sorry in his very Our handsome generation, 40s first of all and i haven't hit it yet ha <laughs> 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 huh. Hmm, but that sounded no. really bad yaar yeah. your generation i was like holy shit when okay. did this happen huh. someone our generation ha abhi bhi theek hai thoda ha ha do we are a decade apart check 1 2 point 4 so javed sahab are you listening <laughs> so <laughs> where was i ha my point is look people our generation we've been brought up with like a certain set of values certain givens certain acceptabilities right hmm. so today anything you can say i'm not saying me because i'm a chick right now so okay hmm. like, anything you say today can in today's thing be seen as sexist while it wouldn't have been seen as sexist in your time because it was acceptable then okay hmm. sensitivities and sensibilities are changing kabhi kabhi mujhe lagta hai ki hum zyada hi sensitive ho rahe hain aur kabhi kabhi mujhe lagta hai ki zarurat hai it is very needed because it's about time people start to realize this is not acceptable correct that awareness needs to happen yeah right? because hmm. like come on back like 7 years ago constant introduction i got on stage was and it was meant as a compliment welcome on to stage the woman with the balls of steel hmm Right that now, that was your introduction. Yeah, all the time, <laughs> and it would set the audience laughing. And honestly, initially, I didn't really mind it because mm. I was like, yeah, because again, in my generation, that was a compliment. Mm. It's only when you now start to like literally analyze, you're like, why, why does you know strength have to come from balls only? All that you can get into <laughs> yeah, the semantics into, huh? of it, no pun intended. But basically, <laughs> 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 you know, like I said, sensibilities are changing. Mm. So if you're a female comic entering stand up comedy right now right what would you recommend to a female comic I think firstly they should enter the industry as a person who considers themselves funny hmm. is willing to work hard at whatever they are doing has thick skin to take rejection hmm. which would be my uh, advice to male comics Actually, too Actually to all comics exactly yeah. Yeah. but at the same time yes don't take bullshit from anyone hmm. but don't be oversensitive either because yeah. sometimes if a guy okay if a curator of a show is telling you you are shit it's possibly because you're shit not because your gender is shit yeah, yeah, so don't bring gender in when it's not needed hmm. right it's not fair hmm. Then so the question is where do you draw the line Yeah that's the thing like everyone has their own line to draw hmm. My only point is like I've hosted a female mic open mic where I remember this girl uh she was not obeying any of the rules hmm. okay they were given a set time we were told okay at 4 you will get a flash warning light hmm. at 5 uh, there will be a whistle Hmm. and a loud whistle because you will not be allowed to carry on beyond that hmm. point now that is a rule for all women on that lineup hmm. this one chick thinks that she's privileged or whatever i don't know what her deal in life was that she's entitled not privileged hmm. and uh, she walks on to stage and she was genuinely not good at all and uh, she, you know at 4 she got a light that's when she starts the setup of your brand new joke which is acceptable you're new you don't know hmm. 
then the whistle is blown and the guy who was bl- the g- person blowing the whistle was a guy and immediately oh really i can't carry on anymore oh really you want me to shut up see this is what happens see oh my god and i lost it i just yeah, took the mic and i was sexist to her <laughs> because i was like dude rules that's just being plain stupid yeah, yeah, yeah. i said rules apply equally to everyone dude hmm. why where do you get off being entitled yeah so when you unnecessarily play a female card like this hmm. that's unacceptable because then you're defeating the fight you know hmm. things like that really bother me and what about the very painful reality of people hitting on female comedians that's a reality right we can't say that it doesn't happen how big first of all do you think that problem is in the industry today look frankly it will be a problem in any industry where a female goes out hmm. is on stage could be for a singer could be for an artist could be for an actress hmm. you're in performing or actually arts. in corporate jobs in corporate jobs too hmm. a, uh, in corporate jobs uh, there's sexism to a different level like even now you know it's unfair if she's successful she's sleeping with the organizer yeah. if she's shit it's because she's female so hmm. either way you don't get to win yeah and even now i'm you know despite my opinions on the other direction i'm just saying that uh, when you take stage you are starting off on a negative unfortunately as you are as a female are. comedian as a female comedian a male comic gets on audiences like oh, okay let's see kya kehta hai kaise hasayega when a female gets on stage definitely till now the thing is ye kya hasayegi i feel it so you are starting from minus 100 you always start Then, from minus hmm. and there will be that thing of oh what does she look like kya pehna hai figure kya hai all of that will distract them for a while before they actually start to pay attention to what's coming out of your mouth so to prove yourself on stage as a female comedian is far more difficult than a male comedian i would say safely yes yeah Yeah. because of the perception hmm. it's like when you're on a flight and you're they announce it's a female pilot hmm. everybody i see them smile yeah i see the exchange of smiles yeah oh ye to reverse mein plane thok degi i don't know what <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure that one came from you <laughs> not from any guy <laughs> no but that's the look man so again she's starting from a negative <laughs> reverse mein kaise plane thok kuch bhi तो वो है सो या माई एडवाइस इज डू जस्ट लाइक यू नो डू योर बिट जस्ट बी थिंक स्किन गो हेड एंड डोंट डोंट लेट योर वाई वुड यू लेट योर जेंडर होल्ड यू बैक मैं तो बोलती हूँ इफ आर जेंडर इज इन आर एडवांटेज एट सम पॉइंट यूज इट इट्स बीन इन आर डिसएडवांटेज फॉर सो लॉन्ग इट्स अबाउट टाइम वी स्टार्टेड टेकिंग एडवांटेज ऑफ इट बट प्लीज ऐसे मत करो कि मतलब हर बात पे हाँ मतलब करो बट लड़कों की बहुत ज़्यादा भी मत मारो इट्स रॉन्ग Look I think uh, thanks to feminism it's a very good thing that guys are being made aware hmm. of things that are right and Correct. things that are wrong okay uh-huh. awareness is important hmm. being cautious sure be cautious because you know if you learn hmm. just like you know generations have been conditioned to be sexist and patriarchal hmm. generations need to be conditioned to not be and maybe it has to start from this over sensitive point of view that we all have right now yes but and the caution will, will then lead to your fabric being such that you anyway see things as equal yeah you know yeah. then you're not actually consciously making an effort to not be a sexist hmm. when we get to that point is when we think we would have won yeah okay now coming back to your comedy journey 6 7 years you started off with the open mics you got your first corporate gig after the first one year so how has comedy changed for you from your early days till now What's the big difference that you see in your comedy? I've gotten far more observational. Hmm. I've started telling stories. Yeah. Uh, most of the stuff I say on stage is actually true. 
yeah just wrapped up exaggerated but it's all true it's come from some experience some mm. hurt mm. some angst yeah or some joy yeah i talk a lot about my parents and my upbringing mm. so in fact uh, you know i hadn't put out a solo book i didn't really feel the need to i was doing long shows yeah. and honestly when the pressure came to do a solo i didn't want it to be what how people were doing their solos which is just a collection of all their jokes collected over whatever years mm. i wanted it to be something i wanted yeah. it to say something i wanted it to you know about me yeah and while doing that if it left a message why not yeah but not take itself too seriously either yeah so that's when i struggled and i came up with a show called almost sanskari correct which said that you know um hey i'm good uh, but i'll always disappoint you just a little <laughs> 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 because that's exactly what i feel in life huh. that i fall short of people's expectations hmm. because they set out far too much on my shoulders yeah. so the show spoke about my childhood my upbringing my shaadi yeah. the expectations of a woman after shaadi my yeah. childlessness and yeah. how society is broken up over that <laughs> 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 so yeah. yeah you know and that show was really close to my heart and i remember i took up 20 to 25 minutes of completely untested material on to stage for the first time for the very first in time in an announced solo in my announced solo wow. i did it yeah. in india habitat center yeah. but you know i will never forget man i finished the show it was special for me because my parents were in the audience and you know my husband was in the audience and i still remember i finished the show i said thank you very much and it was like almost like a movie moment the front row stood up started clapping are nice second row third row suddenly the whole auditorium stood up i got a standing ovation on my very first solo wow and for me it was extra special because my parents were there yeah, yeah. you know that mom dad this is what i've been doing with this my life this is what i do yeah <laughs> and uh, i still remember saying acknowledging also that you mm. know if you really like the show it's thanks to them being most of my material <laughs> and if you didn't it's still their fault and then they ducked yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just sat down and refused to be yeah, seen yeah hamari beti hai kuch to galat bolegi almost sanskari <laughs> almost sanskari that's yeah. exactly what i'm talking about so there was also this period i've been told in between where you wrote a movie oh yes a script for the movie yeah. what is the name of the movie it is called otteri otteri and that's exactly what the movie was <laughs> one big otteri and how did that movie fare otteri <laughs> <laughs> but in my defense what came out on screen was only maybe 30% of what was on the screenplay yeah yeah because then they loved the movie they loved the script they said oh okay we like it because ye badi hatke hai and then they put all the bollywood parameters of isme romance hona chahiye item number hona chahiye club number hona chahiye hmm. all the checklist that you require for bollywood so suddenly it wasn't exactly what i'd written so if, if they had gone with the original story this would have won the oscar no it wouldn't have it was my homage to jane bhi do yaro <laughs> uh-huh. what came out was like uh, so critics were like oh they ripped off this scene from jane bhi do yaro i'm like no no oh. it was homage to jane bhi do yaro yeah. there's a difference there's there. a difference i haven't seen the movie by the way thank you that's why you're still talking to me <laughs> you should have seen the hate i got on internet we huh? went because we thought you wrote it oh like that and is this what you write is this how your comedy is also so did your name come up in the movie as in proper writers yes story screenplay and dialogue So this was your moment where you realized Javed Akhtar is Javed Akhtar. Javed sahab sun rahe na ab. Oh teri isne likhi hai. 
एक और मूवी लिख रही हूँ जावेद जी अभी पिच करने right you had this us tour which has gotten postponed because <laughs> of visa issues but clearly you are heading international you you did australia last year yes uh, and now you're doing your solo shows internationally that would be a big turning point in the career right oh yeah i how mean n- how nervous are you about that i was very nervous but there's like i'm also a b- very big optimist so in hmm. my head i'm already seeing standing ovation so are you planning to do more than just us is there a calendar that you planned out to do other countries yes hopefully june will see me back in australia nice and i don't know which month i should hit uk nice so there's a lot happening in your life right now yes. there is this movie writing and god forbid what will come out of it <laughs> and then international tours which will obviously very time consuming and then you are in the process of writing new material yourself yes how do you want to play it out in terms of the priorities for you as a entertainer performer where do you want to head to is it more movies more international tours which direction performer so you would be on stage that's the i'm happiest when i'm on stage yeah. i'm most alive when i'm on stage hmm. and if someone keeps saying what does the future what do you want i want to be that act who sells out auditoriums that act who yeah. people wait and you know to buy tickets yeah. the moment my name is published the, the hall sold out yeah definitely that i'm hoping like you said another solo but yeah definitely the jokes that hmm. i'm writing now are uh, more thought out in terms of you know initially i was doing a lot of jokes whatever i felt like doing but then this mantle was put on our shoulders hmm. of responsibility and how what we say might be taken seriously and therefore you know hmm. it becoming an uphill battle for women all over again because even we are out there making fun of them yeah. frankly i think a woman can take a joke as good as a guy yeah and i've seen it happen yeah. so Probably yeah be better than a guy huh but <laughs> yeah but i'm i'm just hmm. like you know more careful with my material now hmm. and um, what can the world see from me i hopefully they will see me a lot more on social media and on national television mm-hmm. and i love the fact that aditi and i are uh, you know uh, i think a pretty good answer to the question are women funny <laughs> well thank you so much neeti thank you for this uh, any parting thoughts for the 342 fans of uh, <laughs> more cast <laughs> out of which 242 are from my family extended family <laughs> but any last message guys keep listening because you know you get to hear stuff and perspective and other stuff on podcasts like the more cast <laughs> which come from the heart which you won't see in regular interviews etc and uh, you know if it's good and stuff it's stuff that he's left in trust me i was way better he's probably edited it out <laughs> <laughs> well thank you so much Gigi. thank you for being on more cast thank you anju Well that was Diti Palter as usual in her elements what a fun chat that was thank you so much for tuning in this was episode 6 of more cast and as always i would request you to please share this with your friends and family spread the word i'm doing a lot of effort out here i'm recording editing producing everything on my own without a sponsor so i hope you understand please spread the word that's important also please keep sending in your dedications with the message for someone that you love and we'll play the songs and the songs come in partnership with the friends incorporated a beautiful music group this is me signing off from Gurgaon there's a lot happening actually out here there's a lot of action out here the only problem is we can't see ha huh. well as i go a few final recommendations for all of you song of the week is from sophie tucker best friends i heard it while i was playing fifa on xbox and it was a background music sophie tucker best friends go check it out also the movie of the week is not it the fuck any other movie not it the fuck 
Well, I'm going to sign off now. This is Anshu Moore. Thank you so much for listening in. And all you folks out there, keep it honest, keep it real. And for all you guys out there, keep it in your pants. I'll see you next week.